You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Um, Today, I'm doing something different that I, I haven't done yet. I've been wanting to do it. But for whatever reason, the stars haven't aligned uh, correctly in, in, until today. And what that is, is this is my first time doing an AMA episode. For those of you who don't know, uh, AMA is an Ask Me Anything. And I couldn't think of a better person to have uh, for that than uh, my good friend, uh, Hot Wife E. Uh, want you say hi to everybody? Hi, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> now, uh, when she told me that she wanted to do this, that she was interested in doing it, we put it together. I knew that I wanted to have some help um, in doing that. I didn't want it to be just me asking the questions. I felt like I kind of really wanted to uh, to increase the the feminine energy here. So I I, I asked uh, Cuckoldra Scarlet to join you know to join me in this, and she was nice enough to you know to to want to do it. So once you say hi to everybody, Scarlet. Hi everyone. Thanks so much for having me, Michael. And thank you for doing this, Hot Wifey. I'm. Like everyone, I'm so excited to learn more about you and see what we have in common. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. Okay. So just to kind of let everybody know, the way that this is going to work is I put out um, some information a couple of days ago, basically asking people to submit their questions. And, and then E wanted to, you know, I wanted her to go through the questions and select the ones that she felt comfortable you know, that she felt comfortable answering. Um, now, we're not going to go into, into you know, the, the, the gory details about what happened for anyone who's following her story. We all kind of have an idea. And for, for a few reasons, some of them legal, she can't really go into the finer details about what happened. And we're, we are going to respect her privacy on that, you know. Absolutely. So whatever she feels comfortable with answering, she can go into whatever she doesn't. We're going to leave it at that. This is not about prying into her personal life. This is about her being kind enough and generous enough to answer some questions that were submitted by, you know, by fans of hers, by people who are interested in, in, in her and, and are happy to have her back. So what we're going to do to get started is there were a number of questions that were kind of repeating themselves. And so we're going to go ahead and get those questions out of the way just so that, you know, the people listening, they'll kind of get an answer, but I'm not going to ask the same question 50 different ways. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Right. So obviously the, the most popular question for you, E, was a number of people wanted to know, you know, obviously a lot of people were fans of your OnlyFans, uh, you know, myself included. <laughs> and the, a lot of people are wanting to know, like, what are your plans regarding OnlyFans? So why don't you go ahead and, and hit us with that? So like I kind of mentioned on Twitter, um, I am definitely looking for different avenues. I'm not saying OnlyFans is off the table, but I have a few different ideas. You know how my mind works. I've got a few <laughs> different things kind of in the works that I'm really looking into and kind of trying to figure out exactly what avenues and kind of aspects I want to focus on because there's definitely some 
different things that maybe I didn't get the chance to do before for whatever reason. And now I have a different opportunity and I think I have a different kind of perspective also that I can offer. So there's definitely some things in the works and do not worry. The minute I decide, I know you guys will be the first to know. I promise I won't like put it up and hide stuff. (laughs) You'll find out. You'll find out. Just give me some time. I want to make sure I do the right thing. All right. Well, thank you very much for, for, for answering that. The number two question on the big board that everybody wanted to know was what your thoughts are on, on showing your face in any kind of future uh, pictures or videos. Because, you know, people, have, you know, that the logic is, oh, well, we already know. So good. why would you continue to hide it? So how would you address that question? So I know, obviously, that my face is out there, um, but there was a reason, you know, I chose not to show my face and I, I didn't choose to to have my face and my true identity shown to the world. It was kind of taken from me. And granted, that could be whatever, you know, I was sloppy a few times, anything like that. But the fact of the matter is I still didn't choose to kind of put that out there. Plus, I mean, I like the aspect, I like the sexiness of not showing my whole face, to be honest with you. And just to clarify, it's not because I think I have this hideous face I need to hide because I did read that one, which was funny as a comment somewhere. <laughs> no, we, we, I was we, like, we, you know what my face looks like. It's, it's out there. But um, <laughs> I definitely it will. I will. I should say I plan on at some point showing my whole face, but it's going to be when I'm ready and it's going to be in a style and a manner that I think is kind of fitting because right now I'm good with kind of staying behind the behind the shadows, if you will. I like that aspect. And so for now, until I'm ready, it's going to remain lips. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you know, we're, <laughs> we're happy with it. So if, if that's all you continue to do, you know, there, there are a significant portion of us out there who we're just fine with it. It's about what makes Perfect. you comfortable. Now, the, the third thank question you, that we took a lot of submissions on was from some of your listeners wondering, or some of your fans wondering how they could actually meet up with you, you know? So how would you uh, address that? Oh, that's the million dollar question, right? <laughs> um, I, I would say overall, you know, I, I meet a lot of my bulls from world of, world of mouth. Wow. Word of mouth. Just kind of, if we run in the same circles, if we happen to be at the same events, by no means am I, I would never do that. Or I would always do that whether it be I'm never going to meet a fan or I'm going to meet a fan every time I go somewhere. I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. I'm more of a, Hey, if we are in the same area, like if we both happen to be, I have never got the chance to go to splash events, And it's one of the things I would love to do. And if I happen to be there and you're there and we start talking, Hey, anything can happen. So the idea is out there, but I don't have like a, a rule book, I guess. <laughs> now everybody's going to be looking up splash dates. <laughs> yeah, that was a great promotion. I don't even think yeah. it's a thing yet with COVID, so I have no clue. Yeah, but by all means, you know, <laughs> send me an invite. I haven't got to go. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, when, they, when they start having them again, we'll, we'll make we'll make sure you that you like. I said, I'm I'm booked for the next three. So, oh, okay. if, yeah, if, if they if they have them, I will be there, and you know, we'll 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 let people know. All right. Well, All right. Th- those were the, the three questions that everybody wanted to know. Cause like I said, I didn't want to be asking the same question over and over and over. So <laughs> I just wanted you to address those kind of three things. So Perfect. now to the, the, the individual questions. So Scarlett, won't you, okay. won't you take it from here? 
Sure. Okay, so this question, E, is from Hot Wife Sarah. I know her. She's a Patreon supporter of the podcast. And she wants to know, she says this is a very selfish question and not very sexy, but there are make but are there makeup products that won't come off during sex? She says I end up looking like a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And honestly, so do I sometimes. And I've decided to wear that as a badge of honor, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, because you know, I did a good job. I I do I will say that I do try to use just like waterproof mascara and hope for the best, although I still think you know, it's not, it might be waterproof, but maybe not semen proof. Um, so there's some <laughs> issues there, but, um, what I do, I, this is the one brand of like lipstick, I guess you could say that I use that I like, it's called lip sense. And I know it's one of those things that I think they're on Amazon and normally, you know, you find like a lady selling them or whatever, but lip sense works actually pretty well. You put it on and it stays on for a long time and it might rub off you know, during your activities and your escapades, but it doesn't like leave marks on clothing or skin. So it's not like you're going to suddenly see whatever bright red streaks on a, on a penis. Cause that doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> that would look like, you know, not like lipstick and more like something bad. And then, you know, I'm not trying to be on, I'm not trying to be on sex and into the ER. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a, a very interesting show. <laughs> I love that show, but I think lip sense is probably one of my best things. And then I just try waterproof. And like I said, where, you know, you, you, you earned the, the raccoon look. And if somebody's offended by the fact that you look like a raccoon afterwards, never, ever hook up with them. That's ridiculous. I totally agree. Okay. Yeah. I should get off it's my soapbox. It's a badge box. of honor, just like you said. <laughs> right. I mean, personally, I, I, I enjoy that look. Because like you said, it, 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 you sh it shows that some things happened. <laughs> right. It shows I earned it. <laughs> you know, you know, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun. Obviously, you don't want to be sitting at the dinner table, you know, with the raccoon <laughs> yeah, make look, sure you have some. Make sure you have some time to clean up before you go out and get, well, for me, I'm always going to go eat or get a drink afterwards. So make sure you clean up first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next question, this is from, uh, from uh, one of your fans, Bees. And he says, um, are you planning on doing any mainstream work or would it be strictly on your own platforms on your terms, as in any plans for any contract work for any websites like Black, for example? So I have been approached by several different um, productions and people that have kind of asked. And as of now, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm planning and kind of focusing on trying to do some other things. So it's not really something that's in the works for me, but the idea is obviously out there and the opportunity is out there. Um, so who knows, but as for now, no, that's definitely not on my forefront. Like I said, I'm trying to kind of focus on these other different areas and different, um, avenues, you know, like I'm really want to focus on I really want to get into the cosplay world I think it would be so much fun so I'm kind of trying to focus on like cosplay and different really sexy photo shoots something that I really haven't got a chance to do before just because you know time was was difficult so now I'm trying to kind of focus on that so as far as being with a production company um if I did ever decide to go with one it definitely or do a scene with somebody I know there was a lot of people asking um about certain people, if I would do like a scene with, I think, Mandingo, obviously mm -hmm. Shane Diesel, um, Kendra Lust was out there, I think is the name I read. But um, as for now, 
No, but if I do, it definitely would be something where all the terms for everyone is is agreed upon. It would definitely be something where, you know, I I agree with the terms because there's no, I'm not going to do something just right. for somebody else's benefit. I mean, and those mm. people could all be awesome, and that doesn't mean I wouldn't love to meet. I would totally love to meet, you know, Kendra Lust and like fangirl out, but not. Not according to, you know, somebody else's terms. <laughs> I hear you on that. Okay, Scarlett, why don't you take the next one? I'm so excited. This is actually the question that I submitted for you. <laughs> uh, so well, I didn't no ask pressure. you personally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I really just wanted to ask uh, about what the feeling is. You're, you're a very glowing person. I really feel your energy when I've seen you. So I wanted to ask you about what the afterglow feels like after you've been thoroughly sex sexually satisfied by playing with your bowls? I, I think my, my afterglow would really be like, I'm telling you, like, like I won a medal, like I got it, got a badge. Like I did a good job. Mm. I got my, you know, gold sticker at school because I just, I love knowing that obviously I'm a people pleaser and I love knowing that I've pleased my pool and I've been successful and I, you know, I did, it was a job well done. Plus you have the other aspect of now I know that, you know, I got to watch my hubby the whole time and now I get to go back and be with him. And that's a whole nother kind of anticipation that, that adds, I think to my afterglow. And then of course I watch myself afterwards because because it's yes. just a lot of fun to watch the videos afterwards. <laughs> I think everybody does, but that's that. I mean, that's the main reason we started taking videos was so that I could watch them afterwards. And I think all that kind of yay, my good job, my gold stars, and then the anticipation for later. Plus, I said, you know, I am a I'm a food person afterwards, so I'm normally going to go get something to eat or ice cream or a drink. So, I think mm -hmm. I think just all the the overwhelming feelings of like, yes, that was. That was awesome. Okay, uh, this question wasn't really asked, but you kind of opened up the door, so I'm I'm, I'm going to okay. I'm going to ask it because I'm sure some people are kind of curious. Ice cream and drink. When you go to get ice cream, what's the first flavor you're looking for? Oh gosh, I guess it depends where I'm at. Um, I would say we normally. Just know, is it chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not, but it's, <laughs> here's what you're gonna love. If, if at all possible, I would like chocolate brownie with vanilla ice cream <laughs> and then hot fudge topped. Am, am I, am I oh. consistent with my black and white theme? <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you, uh, you know, I remember, you know, some of the, the, the pictures that you would post before and sometimes you would be like sitting at a bar or something like that. So mm -hmm. if you are in a bar or a lounge, what is your drink of choice? Like if a gentleman wanted to send you a drink, what would be at the top of your list? Like, what do you like? I guess it depends if it's before or after. <laughs> okay, well, tell us both. What do you like before and what do you like after? If, if it's before, I'm going to try to stick to like a cranberry vodka or Moscow mule. And after, mm. I'm, I'm a beer girl all day. I'll take IPA. <laughs> I love me some beer, don't get me wrong, but I... Also, I'm a, I'm a vodka fan. I've tried to, I've tried whiskey recently mm -hmm. and I don't know how people just sip on it. I think it's an acquired taste. <laughs> no. I had it in a, in a drink and it was okay. It was, it was okay. So I'm trying to expand my horizons. 
And it's definitely, it's definitely an, an acquired taste. I'm a big whiskey fan myself. And uh, there, there's some really good ones out there, but it's not for everybody, you know, it's not for everybody. Okay. okay. I just love the idea of sipping on it. I think it looks cool, but I just can't do it. <laughs> All right. This next question is from uh, uh, one of your fans, Cookie Cuckode. And he says that I know physically, sexually, why you enjoy being a queen of spades, but what part of the mental aspect of it do you enjoy the most? I think my mental aspect would really kind of go back to Scarlett's question, the afterglow. I mean, it's it's all that kind of, like I said, like a gold, you know, I got my gold star, I got my sticker, I got my, you know, first place trophy and I, and I did a good job and I mentally, I am, I think in anything I do, I am a people pleaser and I want to do a great job at everything I do. It doesn't matter if it's folding the freaking laundry, like I want to do a great job. And so if I feel like I did a great job, that's, that's the mental aspect that just, I love. And then I get to watch it later and see that I did a good job like a second time or criticize myself for whatever, you know, I'm a girl. So we, of course we do those kinds of things. <laughs> you criticize and be like, Oh, you should have done that. Why was your back not arch better there? But you know, obviously in the moment's different, but when I watch them for the most part, it's just the, that was awesome. I really did a good job and look how happy he is. Look how happy I am. And I think that would be the mental aspect. It's just the, the knowing that I'm pleasing my bull, my hubby is satisfied. You know, he's, he's obviously watching and I can you know, see that and I can see his reactions, which is obviously I love. And then, later I get to watch myself again well, from a different angle, I guess I can't see that view. <laughs> now uh, I, I know that from conversations that we've had that you enjoy, you know, kind of watching your own videos back. Do you have mm -hmm. a favorite part of your own videos? Like, is there a particular angle that you like to see yourself in or like, what's your favorite part of watching your own videos? I, I kind of like it. Anytime I can see it from, I guess the, I don't want to say bottoms up view, but, um, mm. you know, from like the backside, I think I like that view most mm -hmm. of the time. Because after I think that, most of the time my, my butt looks good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some angles I'm like, Oh babe, no, like what, what, what's, what's happening right there? <laughs> you so know, so hard so talking to myself. But... So you're not happy with all of his angles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, but you know, that's just me being, I don't want to say self-conscious because I'm not self-conscious, but me being like, oh, that's not the best angle. Hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Right. Not that I look at it and I go, oh, that's horrible. I've never, never done that. I look at it and I'm like, that's not the sexiest angle. But I will say that is like really rare. I think, I think the angles are awesome. It's pretty much seems to me that we, I think, know each other so well that whatever camera angle he gets, that's kind of where I wanted him to go anyways. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I, I don't know. We, we oddly communicate without communicating on that, I guess. Okay. Now this question I'm going to ask, and, and I kind of would like to hear uh, Scarlett's answer to this as well, because it's a pretty short question. This is submitted by uh, one of your fans, Frenchie. And he says, what turns you on the most about a BBC? Is it length? Is it girth? 
you know, just, just physically, just to narrow. I mean, obviously it's about the person behind it. We, we get all right. that, but this is just about the aesthetic appeal of that. So what, what is it that you like about it? I would say first off girth. The length is, is awesome and that's great, but the girth is just, I don't know. I mean, you feel so much as it penetrates with a larger girth that it's just, Right. Yeah, well, there's no doubt what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt to what's happening. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and how about you? How about you, Scarlett? Just to kind of have you chime in with that. Oh, thank you for asking. I, I totally agree with Hot Wife C. Girth is very important. I want to feel stretched, you know, and <laughs> yes, even if a guy, yes, that's the feeling that I so enjoy. And if a guy mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. particularly long, but doesn't have the same amount of, it's just a different feeling. I enjoy both. Uh, right. Yeah. BBC is powerful. It just, it makes me salivate. <laughs> <laughs> like I get an uncontrollable response. You know what I mean? E? Yes. I love how she puts it. So it sounds so sexy when she says it. <laughs> I, I love it, but you're, you're so right. It's like, obviously I would never say, Oh, I'm sorry. You know that? No. I mean, I guess I, I would, but, um, but I mean, everybody that I'm with, I always have a great time, whether they are longer or bigger girth, there's just something about, you know, a large, hard black cock that you just can't, can't say no to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, okay. Scarlett, why don't you take the next question? Sure. This is from Cuck Forever. He is a Patreon supporter and he says, it's wonderful to see you back. I'm curious when we're past this pandemic, what is the number one vacation spot you'd like to hit up? And he says, I really love Hawaii. Okay. Well, I'm right there with you. I, haven't really been very many places to be honest we've never really got to travel or go that many places um we did get the opportunity to go to Hawaii and I absolutely loved it we went to Maui in particular and that was I mean it was just beautiful it was gorgeous you could literally go out to the ocean and snorkel and I swam with a sea turtle and then I realized I was close to a sea turtle and I should probably turn around before he bites me. I don't know if that's a thing, but I got a little paranoid. Um, so I think Hawaii was awesome. I would love to go to Italy one day, but that would be like, you know, that's it. That's a dream, a far off dream. But Italy, definitely. I mean, how can you say no to pizza and pasta? <laughs> sounds, sounds like a place that, that I very much would like to travel so I would say for places I've been, Hawaii is amazing. If we were going to do the in the States, if we were going to be like in the continental United States, I would say I went to New Orleans a few years yes. ago, and that was amazing. And of course, I was there for Naughty in New Orleans. And that was, it was just, it's a beautiful place with so much history and just, I, I really enjoyed there too. Plus they have beignets. And everything shrimp you could think of. Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> that, that's one of my places that that I should have been to a long time ago, and I've 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 never been. I've never been to New Orleans, and I've never been to Vegas. So. Oh my gosh, you've never been to Vegas. Never You're, been to. I, 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 a whole I, new world. <laughs> I had I had this wonderful vacation planned for Vegas last May. It was going to be fantastic. Right. It was going to be the whole mansion party with couples and 
black men and it was going to be this fantastic four day getaway. But then COVID kind of pulled the plug on that. So, mm. <laughs> you know, so that, yeah. it, so that, that, that never happened. Okay. We'll get you there, Michael. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I, I, Vegas is definitely in my future. It's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when. Okay. So next question <laughs> is from uh, your, a fan of yours named Kenyon, uh, uh, Kenyon, Keon. And he says, what is the youngest bull that you've been with? Probably, I think he was 22 at the time. Oh, uh, you so probably I don't... blew that young guy's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine it, what it I would have done with you at 22 years old. <laughs> I think it was definitely, it was definitely a fun time. And I think I was maybe a little more in control than, than what I'm used to. Um, but no, it was, it was a great time, but I've never really met. I, everybody always thinks I'm going to go for these super young what i would call kids if you're 18 19 like yeah you need, you need some time to grow up first <laughs> that's not it's a little too young for me obviously everybody has their own thing they're into and you can tell from my videos i kind of perf prefer guys that are let's say more wisdom it's a nice way to put that <laughs> okay so hold on i'm just trying to check something right here Okay, okay, Scarlett, why don't you take the next one? Sure, absolutely. Uh, this is from C&T. I believe they're a, a couple. Um, and they are Patreon supporters. So he says, my wife has played on and off with black guys for about 10 years or so. She recently got her Queen of Spades tattoo intentionally on a part of her body that is regularly exposed. And she's starting to enjoy dating rather than just playing. We fully understand that it will eventually become impossible for us to keep this entirely private, and we are fine with that. I realize that you were somewhat forced into that situation, but do you have any advice on how to handle this transition? I would say just be as prepared you think you can be for negative comments. There's a lot of people who mm. will, and people that you didn't necessarily um, suspect or think but that will have a lot of negative things to say and question who you are as a person even though that person may have known you for years and you might be somebody that you're good friends with they just kind of are like oh well you know the kind of like because it's taboo and it's not something that they're into right that's the the human instinct especially in the society that we live in today if it's not something they like or they enjoy then you're strange for doing it. And that's where I think kind of the criticism comes from. It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. Even though they might do something that that you or I would think was was way out there and something like, oh, I, right. you know, I don't think I could do that. They might be into something like that. But because they don't like what you like, the negative comments, um, I would be prepared to maybe lose lose some friends, lose some lose some of that kind of issue where they just don't necessarily want to be around you because they think if they're around you, then they're, people are going to assume they do the same thing. And there's people who are like that too. Mm. Um, but overall, I mean, you know, accept it and love it. And there you're going to find that there are people who, who will love you and have are going to be there for you no matter what. And those are the people that you really want to be friends with anyways. I don't want to say people's right. true colors come out, but that's, that's what happens. And I will tell you, be ready, be ready for some interesting conversations that you never thought you would have with certain people. 
because a lot of people, once they kind of find out you have some varied interests, they will start telling you all kinds of things that they like and about their bedroom life. (laughs) Maybe you were not anticipating having conversations with that person on that level. It's great and it's fun and it's a totally new experience and you get to be more open and know a lot more about a lot more people. So I think there's a lot of fun and good and amazing experiences that'll come out of once it does finally kind of come out. But um, just be prepared to kind of handle that negative stuff too, because it will, it will be there and there will be that criticism and just, you know, shrug it off your shoulders. As long as you two are stable as you two and your relationship is doing well, that's all that matters. Everybody else's afterthought. It's all about you guys as a couple. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. This question is from Steve, one of your fans, and he wants to know, do you think you will further increase the size of your breasts in the future? Thanks for reading. I would love to tell you yes, but the answer as for now is definitely um, no. Every doctor that that is respectable doctor. I should say that because obviously, you know, you can go somewhere and find a doctor <laughs> that maybe isn't really a doctor, but is pretending to be and will say, oh yeah, I can do it. Um, for my actual physical size and the size of the, the stretchiness, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. the elasticity of my skin, um, I have been told that I am lucky to be able to keep these and not have any complications. So if I try to go increase in size um, I think it would it would be a problem. I mean, I have an internal bra sewn in, just to, to put it frankly, mm-hmm. that kind of holds everything where it's supposed to be. And I think just given how active I am, it would it would be very much against doctor's orders. And I think it could turn out pretty bad. I mean, obviously, these doctors nowadays are absolutely amazing. And I'm sure they could fix me back up. But I would prefer not to. Uh, hmm just be botched or get have something happen where it goes wrong. And, you know, there's, there's instances where that happened where implants have just fallen out. So for now, given my size and doctor's orders, I have to stay safe and stay where I am so I can stay whole. <laughs> well, the, just to kind of tack on to that, this is just what I read from that. If it were possible, you would like to go <laughs> bigger. But taking the advice and listening to people, you're, you know, it's kind of like, well, we don't think you should. And you're kind of following, like you said, following the advice. But it sounds like mentally you would like to go, you know, bigger, which to me is hot as hell that you think like that. Um, I would love to go bigger. But I but, you know, the part of other part of my brain is like, okay, you have to build your butt more. You've got to be even. And so, you know, that's a long time. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go to another question I have here after this one. And this is from another listener, uh, Charlie. Uh, He he says he is your loyal fan. He says, how was your decision to become a hot wife and only be with black bulls? Like, how did you arrive at that decision? And he says he sends you a beautiful kiss and he hopes to meet you soon. He is your loyal fan. Oh, hi. That's so cute. Thank you for my kiss. Um, Well, we I think we start. We I don't think we started out kind of as swingers. And, you know, exploring all the options. And I think after probably my first um, kind of, I stumbled into a room and, and stumbled on onto a BBC. Um, <laughs> you stumbled, we fell on one. <laughs> well, I didn't fall into it. I stumbled into the room and it was, it was him and his significant other. And that just kind of 
he invited us to stay. And so we did. And, and that's kind of how that started. And then I think just after that experience, we kind of walked away going like that was, I think that was one of the hottest things. I think that was super awesome. And it just turned out that I don't, I guess, lit a, lit a fire under me, I guess you could say, kind of ignited my passion mm. um, where I realized like, okay, wait, this, I really enjoyed this. And I think this is, this is, this is my avenue. And then we just kind of kept exploring that. And then it became, yep, that's, this is, this is where I belong. This is my happy place. <laughs> I belong right here in BBC Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> BBC Avenue. Okay. I'm going to go well, one more question. Cause I have a, a, a long okay. list and that is, uh, <laughs> this is from Raul and he says, would you mind sharing your routine secret for your mental and physical fitness? Oh, that's a long one. I will say that's definitely one of the things that I plan on kind of one of my avenues, if you will, of things I'm kind of looking into is going to be to exploring about that and kind of talking about that and and sharing some of the things that I do daily, weekly, all those types of things. Um, So that's something that will definitely be coming out in way more detail. But for now, I think mental and physical health, fitness, well-being are so tied together. I don't really think you can separate the two because if you really are going to be strong physically or mentally, the other one has to be solid, in my opinion. For me personally, if I'm having a bad day or I'm in a bad mood for whatever reason, you know, I don't know, something happened at the grocery store or whatnot, right? And I just am in kind of a pissy mood for whatnot. I will go and I will work out and just literally the chemical processes, right? The endorphins that are released during exercise can change your mood. It's a stress reliever. And I will say that, I mean, especially now, I think our society, especially with this COVID situation, people are having a lot of mental issues because you're not able to get out physically. I mean, I don't know in other towns, but I know around here in California that there's a lot of places where you can't really do anything. And, Mm. and I think the two are really, really tied together because if you have the ability to kind of sweat out the anger, sweat out the aggression, go pick up something heavy and put it down and then pick it up again and put it back down. And just that act of, of really kind of focusing all your energy on this, this barbell in front of you that's loaded, that makes such a difference and it gives your mental aspect a way to say okay good got rid of some of that bad crap now let's go back and focus and get whatever the task is done i think that would be my my short synopsis (laughs) well thank you for that thank you okay scarlett why don't you take the next one sure this is uh, i'm excited to hear your response to this question so this is from jill and jill asked she says i'm in my mid-30s And I've never had great sex or felt like I'm good at having sex. When I watch someone like you with a bowl, there's so much passion and it looks so natural. If I found myself a BBC friend, how much practice would I have to put in to get to have sex of that level? Or is it something that just happens naturally with sex with a bowl? (laughs) I think it's probably more of it will just happen naturally. My poor Jill to have went that long and never really been satisfied. I feel so, my heart like hurts for you because that is, oh gosh, that's just, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, 
but I definitely think there, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. My dear, my dear, there is, um, we can definitely get somewhere where you are having that sex that you thoroughly enjoy. And I think part of it is being willing to do what you feel is natural, not what the other person says you should do or feels you should do, but what you think is natural. What sounds fun to you? Maybe explore yourself a little bit more, if you will. And kind of you pick some positions and try some different things. And then you add in, you add in, a, you know, a black bull. And I think you'll be, you'll be finding out that's a lot more fun. It's just a matter of, I think, allowing yourself to enjoy it and not setting an expectation. I think sometimes people limit their pleasure because they have this expectation of, of what makes something perfect. And, you know, the real world right. is nothing's ever going to be perfect. You just, you go for it and you enjoy and live in that moment. Don't have this, like, it has to be done like this, you know, like, like earlier I said, like, oh, your back should be arched. You know, my back should be arched more there. It, it you can't go in thinking, okay, I have to keep this arch in this cause that looks good or, you know, whatever you have to go in and just literally feel the moment decide which position you like the best. Cause there's going to be some way that you like more than others. Cause it's just literally your anatomy is going to set you up for certain positions where they're going right. to feel more pleasurable or certain angles. And it's got nothing to do with, with the bull doing something wrong or you doing something wrong, but your physical anatomy. So you got to take all of that into account. But I think Oh, I'm excited to actually hear her get with a, a bull and see what happens. <laughs> well, you, I want to follow up. <laughs> well, you heard her yes. uh, reach out and kind of, you know, uh, let us follow along with your journey. I know E would love yeah. to kind of, uh, you know, see your progress and see you, you know, get to that point where you're getting what you want. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this question um, is from Ambiguous, and he's a fan. Ooh. And he says, during this whole break, have you been fucking other men this whole time or did you take a break from that too? And also he says, what makes you want to come back? We miss you. <laughs> I wouldn't be the queen of spades if I took a break. <laughs> no, would I? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did have a, a, a few months hiatus just to kind of deal with the emotional aspects of everything that was going on and um, clearly focus on what needed to be focused. But other than that, no, I've been, I've been active. I mean, COVID obviously has made it way, <laughs> way harder. Um, but I think everybody would share in that aspect. COVID's made <laughs> lots of things a lot harder for everyone. Um, so it's been not as active, but not by any choosing of my own or anyone else for that matter. It's um, this virus. I think that has has made it more difficult Obviously, because everybody's health has to be taken into account because we're not just going to, you know, risk someone's health just to go have a good time. It's not that's not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So that definitely. But yes, yes, I have still been active. I've still met people. Um, obviously, I would say, especially during the hiatus, um, it was bulls that I knew and I have known for a long time. And I mean, I did meet two new bulls, but they were only because they were close friends with other bulls that I have. And they could be, um, I don't want to say trusted for lack of a better way to say that, but 
I mean, but sometimes it's, it's, another way to yeah, it's, it's the perfect word. They could be trusted because <laughs> they were coming I mean, from, they were referred by a trusted source. So, right. And, you know, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have too much coming out. So that was um, definitely that. And the reason I kind of decided to come back, I, well, you know, Michael, you had a lot to do with that kind of showing me the impact of that I had on people. And, and in particular, I will say like women and couples, I mean, even Scarlett, when we spoke earlier, it was the same kind of thing where I just, I love, um, knowing that I can have that positive influence on people. Like I said, I'm a people pleaser and I love helping. Obviously that is, that is in my nature. That's my wheelhouse is, is helping and supporting people. So kind of knowing that I had that, that influence and that impact, um, even though I still don't really think it's real, the, the, I'm oh, it's still real. just so hum, I'm it so humbled real. by it's it real. that I can't, <laughs> I can't, my brain still is having a hard time comprehending that. But, um, I think that drove a lot is a lot of the reason why I want to come back. And that's why I kind of want to come back with a different uh, view and different kind of focuses, because I guess before I was naive to the fact that I was even affecting others. I mean, even like the question before about Jill, you know, that she watches me and now she has a passion to do, to, to be more passionate and wants to ex mm. experience more fulfilled. Those are all things that I, I think I was just naive to before. And so I'm, I'm really excited to kind of, to come back and be with these loyal fans and see, um, how else I can impact everybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for that. And, uh, Scarlett, why don't you take the next one? It's so great to hear that you're really getting the idea of how much of a positive impact that you have. I just wanted to say that to your last answer. Um, this is from <laughs> a female fan. Yes. And she says, Dear E, I'm a great fan of you. I literally adore you. <laughs> she oh, says, I love my it question, Yes. She says, my question is genuine and a bit naughty. Which one tastes <laughs> better? Your bull theme or your husband? Thanks. <laughs> I I, that, I love it. It is definitely a bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tasted her husband? <laughs> oh gosh, no. Mine, mine. <laughs> now that's now you're right. see that's how words get twisted. That's what people do. They twist know, words and then right? it goes to hell. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I have to say I <laughs> everybody's going to think, I know Scarlett's probably not going to agree with me, but I, um, I really love both. I think they're different. And to be mm. honest, I think the, um, the ability to tell when someone is dehydrated because their salt content is real high. <laughs> so you have a palate for it. <laughs> I, I think so. I feel like I can have, I feel like I can definitely taste the salt. However, one thing that I've, I've never done or tried is you know the whole and I have no idea if it's a wives tale. I've never <laughs> took the time to research or really pay any attention but I'm sure Scarlett you've heard like the whole pineapple juice thing if yes, they drink a lot of yes. pineapple juice supposedly it tastes like I've never tried that so now I don't know now you got my mind thinking I want to try that so I don't know I guess I like both they're different they're 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 very different and right and every bull's seed is different none of them taste the same like i said salt content has oh, a lot to do and how many vitamins they have and all those kinds of things play a part um so they're all different i love them all if i didn't i don't think yes. i would be successful <laughs> i wouldn't be as happy right successful in my pleasing everyone if i was like yeah mm, 
I guess maybe they wouldn't get a call back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we love That's variety, me. right? That's right. Okay. Exactly. So on the subject of eating, here's a rather interesting question. This is from a, a fan of yours by the name of Isaac. He says, would you consider cereal? Uh, what do you say? Would you consider cereal? Would you consider breakfast cereal soup? <laughs> I love this question. So I, I know. Isaac, Isaac is awesome. Um, I would consider breakfast cereal a dessert because that's when I choose to eat it. If I don't have ice cream at the house, I'm going to have me a little bowl of like cinnamon toast crunch, especially when you get the milk. It's mm. all cinnamony. Oh, a little bit of sugar. It's great. I mean, I don't <laughs> add sugar, but you know, it's in there naturally. It's great. But I can completely see his argument about it being soup. I mean, technically, right? You have gazpachos that are cold soups anyways. So, I mean, you know, you could, you could argue that. I tell people I get my calcium from ice cream. We all know that's a lie, but that's okay. <laughs> it makes me feel better. Now, that reminds me of the question of, do you consider a hot dog to be a sandwich? A sandwich, oh, yes. It I is, I think too. it's that, that's, 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 technically, I feel like there's a lot of heated debates on that. Oh, like, yeah, I feel like this goes back right, that was kind to of the heated that. debates of, is water wet? Um, <laughs> and I mean, for a hot, I, I, I think a hot dog is technically a sandwich between two buns, and it has... It has a, a protein source, right? Because not everybody eats meat, but it's right. protein source in between two. Oh, is it technically two or is it more of a taco? Because mm. it's connected. Mm, now we're getting, now we're getting <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? How do you define? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, have, I have another question for you, E. Um, this is from Travis. He's a Patreon supporter. And he says, my girlfriend and I really love your book. We're doing a bit of experimentation on our own. Could you share a bit about your workout and how many CCs you've got going on? You're somewhat of a role model for her. Welcome back. You've got at least two customers with wallets ready and waiting right here. Cheers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, my workout routine is definitely, I am, I am in no way a cardio queen. You will not catch me on a treadmill or a Stairmaster. I mean, maybe five minutes. I think I've done 10 minutes once, and I think that was a huge feat for me, and I felt pretty accomplished. Um, I am very much into weights, and I prefer more what's called metabolic conditioning type exercises or HIT, if you will. Um, I combine some of those things. I mean, if you're a fitness junkie like me, AMRAP and EMOM, those are all terms you're familiar with, and those are all things that that I'm into, but basically I like to pick up heavy stuff and put it down and then do some kind of cardio crap to make my heart rate really stay high. And then I take a little break and do it again. <laughs> as far as fitness goes, just to put, I, I like heavy weights. You're never going to catch me just running and not because I don't want to. I think the idea of like running a marathon is so amazing. And I am so just like enamored with people who can do that because my body says, Oh, you've ran a mile. You should stop. What's wrong with you? Uh, my, my body is not built for running, but I can pick up heavy crap all day. <laughs> um, my CCs. Oh gosh, you're going to make me think this has been, you know, I've slept since then. I believe I'm 1125 or 1130 around there, around 1100, 1200. I think each one's different. Obviously, you know, human anatomy, every woman has one breast that's slightly larger. 
I never knew that. (laughs) Which is the same. Okay, so that's a fun fact. If you've never had your breasts done and you're planning on doing that, one of the things women don't realize is that if one areola is slightly bigger, one boob slightly bigger, all of those little things that aren't that noticeable when your breasts are small get exaggerated as you exaggerate the size. So I know oh, yeah. a few people who weren't anticipating that their areolas were going to be that much different. And it's like, well, what did, what did you, it's going to happen. <laughs> so that's a fun fact for people to take into consideration. Remember, we're not perfect and that is okay. Okay. Uh, next question for me. This is from a fan who goes by the Swede. And he says, hi, hot wife E, have you always been interested in BBC or is it something that has come with time? And then the second part of his question is, uh, how far into your relationship did you step into, basically, did you become your BBC slut wife? And do you have any good tips how to get wife or girlfriend into it? Um, the first part of the question I kind of already talked about, right. as far as how we got that. The second part, we, I mean, I want to say we were probably married around eight years. I think I'm trying to think how old everybody is. I think we were probably, yeah, probably like six to eight years married prior to going into the BBC world. Um, Oh, maybe, I don't know around there. It was a long time. We had definitely been established as a couple before we started doing anything. And we were real deep in those roots first. Um, what was the third part of the question? How to get his wife or girlfriend yeah. into it? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't trigger. That's not a thing. If mm. you want to stay a couple, there is there is no tricking. There's no, there's, don't lie. Don't try to do anything. Show her, expose her. I would definitely suggest if she's willing, take her to some different swinger events. And then you could go somewhere. And if she has fun there, then take her to some that are like Splash something where you're going to get some, you know, more chocolate in the room and then (laughs) let her kind of experience it that way. Because if you try to force her or trick her into it, that's just going to be, there's going to be a lot of resentment and that just won't be well for a relationship, right? You don't want to be tricked into anything either. Would she appreciate that? So I think if you just expose her and if it's something that she's interested in, it'll come out. The other thing that maybe I would suggest is making sure she knows that you're okay with her doing that. Because that's a big part. We've been, you know, told, especially somebody like me, I am a devout wife. Like my husband is, is everything, you know, I mean, and I don't mean that like, in oh, if he something, you know, in some kind of crazy way, so don't twist my words. But my, my husband, I, you know, he's my husband, he's the man I'm with. And if, it wasn't approved or something that I felt that he wasn't into or he didn't enjoy or he didn't support me on, I wouldn't do it. So I don't want to say she might think that I don't that you're tricking her into maybe doing something like that, that that's not really something you like. So I think if you just continue to kind of show her that's something that you are okay with without being, you know, pushy, but ex- allow her those experiences, show her those films, let her see and kind of talk about it with her. You know, how does this make you feel? That might help her kind of realize maybe this is something I'm interested in without you trying to force her or trick her. 
I don't know. Any other ideas? Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, to kind oh, of. Oh, that is so great. Yeah, the the support coupled with the exposure and not being pushy will just—it's a magic formula, right? Just if right. you can feel that level of support and encouragement while also yes. getting opportunities to explore, I, that was amazing advice. Um, just to kind of piggyback yeah. on that, since you brought it up, and it was, it was one of the mm-hmm. questions. This is from Mike from Texas, who is a fan. And he wanted to know, do you and your husband have any plans to attend Splash Mocha? And he says, glad you're back. Well, like I said, I would love to. (laughs) I've never got to go to one and I'm all about, (laughs) I would love to try it. I would love to experience it and kind of see what it's all about. I've heard so many awesome things about it um, by people that I thoroughly trust. Oh, no, it's a... it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I know you're one you're one of the people who's telling me I should go, and I I definitely want to go. So um, yes, I have plans of going, but not solid. And if <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because I know one of my bulls in particular would be rolling his eyes right now if he heard me say I had plans for something, because he likes to tell me that I work on black people time, that I don't plan anything <laughs> till the last minute. He he tells me because we're. Uh, you know, it'll be like, okay, it's next week. All right, I'll book stuff now. And he, I just, I can picture him right now rolling his eyes at me saying, you work on black people time. You know, you haven't reserved anything. And so he's, he would be right. Um, but yes, I plan on attending one. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I, I, I will, I will definitely do um, everything that I can to be that persistent little uh, bug in your ear <laughs> so that I actually plan oh, I will I will <laughs> just need reminders okay so I'm gonna hop on that too because I would love to see her <laughs> <at> Flash, <laughs> especially Perfect. here in Texas see? yeah so I have another question for you E um, this is from Real Stag he's a Patreon supporter have you ever considered a swinging scenario I know you kind of answered this as far as how you and your husband started but he asked have you ever considered a swing scenario or a wife swap with another couple and how do you feel about the idea of seeing the stag with another woman um we've i mean we have we've been swingers so i've i've seen we've right. we've done the the wife's well, i don't want to say wife swap but wife swap i mean uh, a couple swap thing yeah, but you know, I mean, I think wife swap is like, oh, that person goes to your house for a week. Like, that's not happening. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's not happening. So, not wife swap in that sense. But um, as far as like, yes, switching partners, um, definitely we have done that, and and that's a good experience. Um, what I find is, I think I'm I'm more selfish, I guess, in that I if. If I see my husband with someone, I'm going to want to watch that and not focus on what I'm doing. And so that's an area that I think I'm, you know, not good in. I'd, I'd rather be able to focus all my attention to a bull and then all my attention to my husband. And I just think that's the best scenario for me personally. Like I said, you know, I don't ever say never for anything. So who knows? Everything can happen. Everything, you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if the stars align, other stuff can happen. But um, I don't remember what the last part of the question was. Oh, no. Uh, that, that was that's it. it? Okay. Yeah, that, that was it. That was it. Okay, so okay. the next question, <laughs> uh, this, is, this is from Roger. He's a fan. And he says, 
on top of just regular hard work at the gym, you have had multiple surgeries to alter your already hot body into a smoking hot, and he has this in quotes, bimbo. Was the transformation just for you? Was it for your husband? Or is it to please your bulls? Uh, like, for example, when you were having your last breast aug augmentation, were you looking forward to just how you'd feel about your body? Or were you instead fantasizing about the effect you'd have on your regular and or potential future bulls? Um, so the only, I mean, obviously, I definitely do a lot of hard work as far as diet and gym goes and all that kind of stuff. So he's right there. Um, I have really, I mean, I've never, I've just done my, I've just done and I've done them a few times, but that was more because, which is why I know I can't go bigger because I'm not necessarily safe and I may or may not have popped some, um, I'm not a gentle person when it comes to that. So, I mean, I've just had my breast done. I've obviously done my lips and stuff a few times as far as to alter my look, but I, I've never had lipo or anything like that. Not that I'm opposed to it. I just have never had stuff like that. But when I got my last breast augmentation, it's definitely, and I would say all the changes that I've done have been for me. The feeling or the anticipation, like you said, of knowing that, like, for instance, my, my hubby's going to love them, um, that my bulls are going to love them, that I will look better in certain things, at least in my opinion. I know some people aren't into the bimbo look, and that's fine. Everybody has their own cup of tea. Um, but it's definitely for me, first and foremost. And if it if it wasn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing to do it just for somebody else's satisfaction or anticipation, especially when it's, you know, I mean, it is a surgery. It's something that could go wrong, and there's there's risk associated with any surgery. So definitely for me, first and foremost, but the idea of knowing that everyone else was going to love them or like them, at least the people I care about, that's also awesome. <laughs> so I guess a little bit of everything, me first, but a little bit of everything else. Okay. Now I'm, I'm going to follow up with another question here. Okay. Uh, this is from another fan of yours by the name of Chris. And he says, hi, uh, my wife is currently involved in a lifestyle, but also has a job in which her identity cannot be revealed. What advice would you give if we were to start sharing some videos of her encounters online, but wish to remain anonymous besides not showing her face? Thank you. Also, we loved your videos and we really miss you. Thank you. Thank you. I miss everybody too. Um, if you never want to be exposed, the the short answer is is don't show your videos mm. uh, just to be honest with you because there are people who will go through and i know from personal experience frame by frame and try to identify exactly where you're standing based on the background or the the room number on the hotel door there are people who recognize carpet from hotel rooms mm -hmm. that i thought i mean there's people who really go through and I don't want to say obsess, but no, but no, it's, I mean, it's, no, it, it's the, it's the, it's the, yeah. it's, it's the, it's the right word. So it's, so okay. say it. There are Is people it? who are okay. obsessed, are obsessed and, and they do, I mean, frame by frame. I mean, I, they, they will, they will find out. So unless you are really, really careful. And I can tell you that when you start to, when you're making videos and you're filming that you're looking at it as this is my sexy hot wife and you're 
kind of filming it with you in mind and her in mind and seeing that. And so you may slip to get her face because that's your wife and you want to see that and you enjoy seeing that. And so that's where it just becomes a really, really difficult situation because you have to film not as if it's for your pleasure later. You know what I mean? Like it, cause you're not getting aspects that maybe you personally want to see. So by all means, it is a great experience and there will be positive, a lot of positive feedback if you do post it online. But if you know that, that there's a good chance, I wouldn't say a good chance. I would say at some point it will come out. It's just a matter of time. Um, the kind of piggyback, people do obsess. To piggyback on what you said, because I, I know that, that some people are still going to do it. So um, the, the advice that I would have to kind of piggyback on what you just said mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. if you're going to be in a hotel, um, close the curtains um, yes. just so that they can't see any buildings outside the window and try to pick a, a chain that has, you know, cause for example, I can see a Marriott. I know a Marriott room when I'm looking at it because I stay in a lot of Marriott hotels. Now it doesn't tell me, me what city it's in because they, yeah. because the decor is the same. The, you know, the, the, the carpet is the same, the bed, you know, the bedspreads are the same, whether you're in, you know, New Jersey, Texas, Utah, whatever. Um, I will say, watch the photos on the wall though, because some right. of the artwork on the wall, especially in Marriott is local to that yeah, area. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was also going to say to stay away from the smaller, like if you're going to record, stay right. away from like the smaller boutique type hotels. And stay away from mirrors. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it, it, and, and like you said, I mean, it's, it's, if you're afraid that you're going to catch her face, um, there's nothing wrong with wearing like a, a, a Venetian type of mask, you know, like mm -hmm. a Harlequin type of mask. And if, if you're, if she's always wearing that from the beginning, then it's not necessarily going to take away because it's always been a part of what she's, of how people have seen her, you know? Right. That's her look. Exactly. It, it, it becomes her look. And, you know, for me, obviously, you know, being friends with, with E and her husband, you know, I've heard horror stories and I don't, I don't want to <laughs> see other people go through this. So anything that we can do to better inform people right. and, and have people be better prepared so that we don't have to hear any more of these horror stories about people's lives being turned upside down because, you know, because, you know, because someone found out. And one thing that I will mention, and I've seen this a lot, is I know people who who have only fans and when they promote, they don't show face, but for their fans, for the people that subscribe, they show their face. And my point with that is if you're not going to show your face when you're promoting it, don't show it to your fan. Cause the, the main thing you need to understand is fan does not equal friend. And that exactly. may sound cold. Or loyal by any means. Right. Those people, the people who subscribe, Yes, they're generous, but they are subscribing for the most part because they, you know, they enjoy seeing you in action. There's no loyalty there for the most part. They're not, they don't have your best interest at heart. And I'll just kind of put this out there and, and hopefully you don't mind me saying this, but I know that when things happen and you had to 
you know, kind of pull the plug on your OnlyFans, all of a sudden your videos were everywhere. Oh yeah. In other words, people copied them and they, they didn't release them while you still had your OnlyFans going. But once your OnlyFans stopped and that pipeline of videos stopped, you know, the appetite, the hunger for your material was still out there. And people just started releasing all of your stuff everywhere. So, oh, yeah. Let and I mean, be, and I mean, people were getting financial gain off of that. Right. Pretending to be me, even people who weren't pretending to be me, they were still selling, you know, videos that that were on OnlyFans and they didn't have the right legally to release. But it it doesn't change the fact that it was out there. And they definitely. Well, thank you very much for 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 addressing that. And uh, Scarlett, why don't you take the next one? Sure. Okay. So this question is from A&M uh, and this is the, the female part of the couple asking. She's asking, Hey E, awesome to see you're back. You look stunning as always. I totally agree. Hope you got some BBC over the last few months, even though you weren't active on the internet. And I know that you have answered that question already. So the second part of her question is, what are your thoughts on living bold? My, me and my husband have talked about it and might try it soon as soon as our kids are old enough to move out? Um, my personal opinion, I wouldn't want to live in bull. One, because, you know, like Scarlett and I both mentioned earlier, it's it's a lot about variety. You want to kind of have the options. And I know I personally, if I had a live in bull, would kind of feel obligated because he's there mm. to include him on things. And I don't mean that in in a mean way, but I mean, the reality is he's living there. And so, you know, he's going to kind of be a part of anything that happens there. And I don't know if maybe you always travel outside of your home to do things or if you do things personally in your home. Um, but that's something that I think definitely needs to be taken into consideration as well as, I mean, I know Michael will agree that I've definitely heard horror stories where live in situations or people were situations where they started dating more, um, led to, to negative, negative actions in the actual marriage or the stable relationship that the foundation is based on. Um, so I would hate to see that happen to you guys. So I just definitely would think it through, make sure you guys are okay with, with someone being there all the time and maybe have the discussion as far as ground rules. I mean, I definitely would make sure if you, if you did want to move him in, that you would set strict ground rules. Like I don't have to only play with you. There could be someone else here and you may or may not get invited. Um, and also <laughs> right. set the ground rules. I mean, the ground rules for him too, if he's going to be having other, if he still is playing with other women, there should be just clear ground rules that no one, that way there's no, there's no gray area. No one can get their feelings hurt or be offended. If, ever, if all the rules are set prior to, that would be my suggestion if it was something you did want to try. Like I said, it's not for me, but by all means, everybody is different and every relationship is different. But I would definitely set some ground rules just to make sure all expectations are clear. Okay, fantastic. Now, I want to share something with you. This is kind of off the cuff. I was I'm, I'm simultaneously having, a, you know, someone reached out to me. Uh, it's a couple that I okay. know that, that lives in Greece. And I know Ooh. that he's aware of you. So I told him that I was conducting an interview with you. And this is what these, what he said, he just sent this to me. He said, she's the best. She's an example for all hot wives, a true inspiration. 
tell her that I think she's the hottest hot wife I've ever seen. I'm really glad. I'm, he says, I'm really, really glad that she's back. She can have a great influence for so many women. She's an angel. These are just some things. So I just wanted to read that's in real time. These messages that just came over on my phone. Um, and this is somebody that, that lives in, so sweet. This is somebody that lives in Greece. You oh, know. That's so that's so sweet. I mean, I have like a huge, I don't know if you can hear my smile, but it's, it's huge right now. Um, oh, that's so, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I can't even imagine how many beautiful women you see because Greece is just gorgeous and the women are gorgeous too. You know, I know that him and his wife are, are big fans of your, you know, of you and, and of your content. So I just kind of wanted to, 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 to share that with you in, in, in real time. Okay, oh, so the, the, the next question that I, I want to ask you is, this is from Andrew. He's a fan. He says, one thing that sets you apart is your amazing wardrobe. Does your, does your husband help you to select your clothing and accessories, or do you pick them to please him as well as your bulls? And he says, thank you for doing this AMA, even if you don't get around to this question. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I would say most of my wardrobe we kind of pick together. Um, hubby definitely has a huge influence and I think, I think I could easily say that one of his pastimes would be, um, looking for outfits for me. <laughs> He's definitely the, I'll, I'll get pictures and he'll say like, Hey, this would look really good on you. And it'll be, you know, somebody else's, somebody else's pictures. And I'm like, Oh, I love that. Let's find out where it was. Let's find out how to make it. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So we definitely both play a part in it. Mm -hmm. and obviously there is a lot that just goes into I think if I feel sexy in it then I know my bulls will like it and so we definitely kind of do it together although I could bring home you know a pile of clothes and we and I've yet to bring home something that was for you know that I picked for a date and he's like yeah no not that one <laughs> so I think we both have pretty good taste as far as what I mean, I, I think we do as far as what we we find sexy and attractive in that situation. Now, if you saw me in, um, I don't know, my comfy, I don't know, my comfy sweats or something like that, you might be like, yeah, that's not a winner. But that's OK, because that's my comfy sweats to watch, you know, a movie on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I try to be somewhat cute still, you know. Now, we all have our comfy sweats. <laughs> Before you, get, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before you get to your next question, Scarlett, I want to kind of combine these two because these are kind of the same questions. So this is coming from two fans. One is D and the other is uh, from Chicago Gentlemen. These are both fans of yours and they're kind of the same question, but I wanted to answer them. Um, uh, he says, have Michael C. Great idea for, to do this AMA with E. He says, can I ask two questions? The first question you've kind of already addressed. He says, have you been approached by any professional porn studios to shoot with them? If so, what are your thoughts on ever making such a career move? You already addressed that, you know, and again, he says, or given past events, do you want to continue to protect your privacy identity that you've already addressed? But the other part of the question is any plans on posting an Amazon wish list? I'd love to buy you a pair of heels that would be appropriate for a slut wife to wear on a date. Just a small token of thanks to show appreciation for what you have been through, how poorly I believe you have been treated and how great it is to have you back with us. Now, before you answer that, uh, Chicago Gentleman's question was, how many pairs of heels do you own? Do you have an Amazon wish list? So you can kind of combine those about, you know, the heels in your wish okay. list. Um, I am definitely making an Amazon wish list 
And I think it might be funny when you see some of the items on there because some of it's just stuff I like in my daily life. So it's kind of <laughs> random. Um, I mean, if it's a wish list, right? It's a wish list. These right. are things that it's like, oh, I would love. Yes, that's my favorite drink. That oh, I'd love that. I I want to, you know. So it it has some random things. Um, it also definitely has some equipment um, on there that that I want to really kind of help me in my comeback and some of the different ideas that I have. So there's definitely some things like that on there as well. And yes, there are a few pairs of heels, although I'm trying to find more. Amazon is not my, it's difficult to find heels on Amazon, to be honest, at least ones that I like that are comfortable because, you know, you can find some sexy heels, but if you can't walk very far in them or they're uncomfortable, <laughs> that they're out in my opinion. You know, I want to, I like heels that I can wear. And if you've ever seen my heel collection, or any of the pictures in my heels. Um, they're really tall. They're big. They're, they're you know, you nice hot wife, slut wife, um, stripper heels, whatever you want to call them. They're huge. But they're heels that I can wear for four hours, five hours, and be fine. So I, you know, take those into consideration. Um, so there's definitely some heels on there. Actually, I put a pair of, of like, thigh-high boots that I'm, like, super excited mm. about on there, too. I just found them because, right? Who doesn't need a sexy pair of thigh-high boots? And I actually have none. So <laughs> we got to change that. There. I know. I didn't even realize until I was like, oh my gosh. So, yes, there is a wish list as far as how many heels I own. Oh hey, gosh. I want to know that. Oh <laughs> I'm just thinking, my closet is like, my. I have a little, little OCD, I guess, when it comes to organization. In my closet, all of my heels. There's there's a few pairs out there that are like like normal like everyday kind of not as high heels but everything is like in a box and organized according to how tall and colors and stuff so I would guess I have about twenty pairs of heels I would have thought more uh -oh. that's that's a, that's a, that's that's on the low side of, that I would have guessed for you well you know it's because I I get I'm picky hello yeah I'm here go ahead okay I just somebody. <laughs> Somebody called, you know, so I just want to make okay. sure. Um, um, no, I love the I, you way know, you have them is, organized according to length. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can just be like, okay, this is a six-inch night. Let me just grab these. Right, it's, right. Awesome. I mean, and it, and it looks, and it's aesthetically pleasing because it, like, you know, it's pretty. Um, and I think I just have so few heels because I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love them. And I definitely would love to add to my collection, but I kind of, and especially if you followed me for a while, um, you know that I kind of get my favorite ones and mm -hmm. then I just kind of write, I'm a, I'm like, I ride them till the wheels fall off. <laughs> I mean, I have one pair right now that, that has a strap that apparently ripped, which I didn't notice actually until like I later saw it in the photo and I was like, Oh shoot, that's, that's ripped right there. And yet I still haven't thrown them away because I love them so much. How sad, huh? Oh no, I, I, just, I have. <laughs> I have a hot wife friend, um, and, and, and Scarlett knows who she is. I, I was at a, she was at a party of mine and I literally watched her. She got fucked so hard. She just, she, her heels blew up. <laughs> like they, like they literally like exploded and she had to go home. Like she thought she had to throw them in the trash, like at the party. Like they were literally oh. no more good. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. She was, I she, mean, it's worth it, but. You know, that's a bittersweet moment. And sometimes yeah. you can't get them back. Right, right. Bittersweet. 
Yeah, no, you she, can't find that pair again. Yeah, she loved them, and 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 they were they were just like hanging off of her feet by like a thread, and it was like, yeah, you got to take those <laughs> out back and shoot them. <laughs> like those. Yep. There's, there's, I know. There's no saving those. Okay, Scarlet. My the kind next of girl, you hold them. Absolutely. Uh, next one's on you, Scarlet. Okay, this is from aspiring cuck boyfriend. Uh, he's a Patreon supporter, and he's going to tell you a little bit about his situation. He says, "Hi, E. I'm a okay. big fan." I have been dating the same woman for a couple of years. We are both in our 40s. Sometimes we watch interracial porn, and she has definitely made comments about the guys having big dicks. I feel like we might enjoy dipping our toes into cuckolding relationships, and I totally want to be a cuck, but I don't know how to make the first step. She gets hit on by other guys in public, and I'm totally not jealous. She knows that I enjoy that other guys find her sexy. What are some good first steps for us to try? I know I have to basically drop the bomb on her with my suggestion, but I also don't want to completely ruin our relationship somehow. What would be a good way to get her to want to try it? I think I, I revert back to trying. And I mean, obviously when, when things open up or maybe where he lives, it is open, um, seeing if he can find somewhere where there's like an actual swingers club. So maybe not a swinger, like a, a big event where people are going with, you know, if you go to a swingers event, I think you've been to several different things before and you're kind of more, um, familiar with that environment and those expectations and, and all of that things. Um, but I, I think the, best thing might be to do is if she I would ask her if she would be willing to kind of go to a swingers club and know that when you go to like a club atmosphere it's like a normal club like a dance club but right with with more respect and I mean that in every sense of the word when you go to a swingers club a guy is going to ask you you know, being the male, if it's okay, if he talks to your wife or touches, you know what I mean? Or touches your wife. Like there's just more respect. Nobody would ever just come up and like try to grab her. And it's not that, not that type of environment by any means. Um, so that might be a good way for her to be like, Hey, you know, we watch these porn, we watch these pornos and you, you know, you get off on that and you like that. And I like it too. Um, what do you think maybe if we went to like a club where you could kind of like watch live porn? and dance and have drinks and, you know, whatever, and have be like a real club. But, you know, if you wander to the back, you can maybe see it live and kind of throw that, throw it as a bat type of an atmosphere and then see what it goes from there. You never know what you could stumble into. <laughs> and she, and then, then I think that would open the door for conversation for you to, you know, kind of drop the bomb and be like, Hey, what about if I just kind of sit here and you play and I just, watch and then you tell me when I can get involved or not I don't know any thoughts guys I think that was no no you were you were spot on you know it, it, who it, could it, say no to that <laughs> <laughs> sounds like such a fun night like yeah seriously. I mean right That's a great suggestion all you can really do is just kind of lay out things before them and kind of let them pick and choose because the last thing you want is for her to feel pressured mm -hmm. you know so like you said, that's kind of a, a cool way to do it because it's like, hey, we like watching porn. So what about seeing it live, you know, and just kind of being around it and kind of just being mm -hmm. voyeurs, you know, and it's, it's a very, you know, relaxed way of kind of going about it, you know, so yeah, I, mean, I, I, think I, the I think that's great advice. In those clubs, and I think the atmosphere in those clubs, people sometimes think, um, you know, it's, it's 
it has a skewed image, I think, in, in general public's eyes as far as you walk into a club like that and everybody's going to be pounce on you or everybody's right. just trying to grab your wife or whatever girlfriend and take her into the other room. It's like that. It's the complete opposite. There's more testosterone and more anger and more uh, less respect in a normal club than you oh, ever absolutely. would get in a swingers absolutely. club, absolutely. at least given my experience. The one, the one thing that I would add to that as far as taking her to a club is for the first time I would probably stick to a night that is only for couples just so that you know that it's just about watching, you know, that, and then based off of how she reacts to that, then you can probably go back to the same club where she's comfortable, but go on an evening where they are open to single males yeah, and they you know, normally do theme nights, too. Right. So, you know, you could, oh, something she maybe wants to dress up like anyways. Try something like that. No, absolutely. And and you're, we're coming up on a time of year where, you know, Valentine's Day is really big in the club scene. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be happening because we're so, you know, we're still dealing with, with COVID. But we're, t- we're talking right. about once we kind of put this COVID problem behind us, hopefully. You know, uh, but th- mm-hmm. those are big nights for swinger clubs as far as you know, Valentine's, Halloween, 4th of July, and New Year's are probably like the four biggest nights from a swinger club perspective where there's like always something going on and and everything. So a question that I have for you is, this is from a fan of yours by the name of Mickey. And he wants to know, you obviously are a very sexy woman, but what was the hardest hurdle from being a faithful wife to crossing to a hot wife and eventually the most lovely queen of spades. Accepting that my husband really was okay with it. You know, you've, you've spent your whole life hearing marriages is, is monogamous. It's you and him. And that's, it's, you know, ride or die the two of you forever. And that's what it is. And, and I am very fit, you know, faithful to my husband. And I think that that is important and, and kind of the first kind of conversations that we had about it, I would say it took, <laughs> it took him a while to realize that it was going to take me some, um, it was going to take, I guess it took me a while to realize that, that he was serious and, you know, he, he spent a long time like, no, you know, I'm, I'm serious. It's okay. It's okay. Like it's, you know, it's okay. And it was just, I think hearing that repetitively, um, definitely took me a while. It's just because mentally that's difficult. And I will say personally for me, we went to, we, we did go to swingers clubs and swingers parties, um, for, a, for a while before we ever actually did anything. And, and, and my husband is phenomenal in that he was, you know, not pushy, just kind of like, which is what I'm saying. Like you have to expose your wife to it and kind of let me go at my own pace. Once I was like, okay, he really is okay with this. Now let me make sure I'm okay with it because there's, there's the mental aspect of, of your spouse being okay with it. And then there's the, okay, wait, this is, this is me really doing something that, you know, I've kind of been told my whole life not to do. And I, you know, I follow rules. So that's, that's, that's difficult. Right. And so it just, it took a long time to accept that everything about it was okay. And once, once we kind of crossed that threshold and we went over that, um, 
I think my husband did just a phenomenal job of really reminding me that it was okay, that it was a great experience. And we had those discussions about what we liked about it and, and how, and how the whole thing kind of progressed and, and the feelings we got during it and just reaffirming that it was, it was, you know, he was okay with it and I was okay with it and that everything went well. And it wasn't like he suddenly thought differently of me and I, well, differently in a negative way, I guess differently. He, it was sexier, right? So then he was more turned on by me. Um, but I think that it plays, it plays a large role, just the, you know, the life that you've led leading up to that and how, how you were told either not to do it or it's wrong and all those types of things. So I think it it takes some time. So that definitely the mental aspect of just being personally okay with it and accepting the fact that your spouse is not only okay with it, I shouldn't say okay, but actually encouraging and like turned on by it because that's what really it is. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Scarlett, I've actually been looking forward to this question and e, you haven't you haven't seen this question because it came in after you submitted what you wanted, to, but I knew that you would love it. So, Scarlett, why don't you go ahead and ask the next question? <laughs> I'm so glad I get to ask this one because I'm super curious about this as well as a fellow geek. <laughs> uh, this is from Mr. Chicago, and he's a Patreon supporter. He wants to know, uh, well, first he says, it's a thrill to find out that you are a fellow sci-fi geek and that you plan to express yourself <laughs> through cosplay. Yes. He I says, love this so question, question already. <laughs> I know. So he wants to know, okay, regardless of budget, so taking that off the table, if you okay. had three characters to portray via cosplay for the rest of your life, who would they be? <gasps> and he says, this is open to film, TV, comic books, video games, aliens, or animatrons. He goes through the whole list. And then he does say, though, that you can't say Tomb Raider because it's too easy given the body resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even pick Tomb Raider. She's awesome, but I so wouldn't. What pick are her. your top three? Oh, sheesh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. Oh gosh, this is hard. <laughs> I was so excited for her to answer this question. <laughs> I mean, right off the top, my my head goes to Black Widow because she's just a badass. Yes. Her, her, you know, I mean, good lord, that costume just that that would leather be leather awesome. and latex. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you go wrong with leather, latex? Oh, just gorgeous. And guns. <laughs> and then you add in guns, and she's just, I mean, even without a gun, she's still a badass. Well, absolutely. That's, I, so I definitely think her, and then, like, the old school nerd in me, <laughs> this one's going to be completely off the wall. But I would love to throw it back to, like, a Princess Peach in Super Mario. <gasps> just because, you know, that's, like, my first, that's, like, you know, that's the level of game gaming ability that I have is like Super Mario. <laughs> I like to pretend I can play video games, but it's really pathetic. Um, so I definitely would love to throw it back to like a Princess Peach, even though. But I mean, we'd have to sexify up that outfit a little bit. But <laughs> I would, you know, do the undergarments of Princess Peach, maybe. Oh, another good one. OK, I need another good one. I mean. I want something. Princess Leia is kind of too easy and she, you know, she's awesome. And I would love to be Princess Leia, especially as a slave, but that's not the most like badass woman, right? I mean, she's great. She's great. I mean, this is, this is about that. what you want. 
You know, there's, there's no, yeah. there's, yeah, there's, 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 yeah, there's no rules here. This is about what you, who, who you would like to portray. Well, I, lo- I want somebody that like, you know, empowers women. So, I mean, I like Princess Leia. Well, didn't she choke somebody like... out after that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> she... Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. I'm just thinking of her in the last movies, you know, where she's, she's a little older. She's still, still, I mean, she's still Princess Leia. So you just love her. Um, hmm. Princess Leia or maybe Bo-Katan. I don't know. I'm going to go with Princess Leia. Ooh. I mean, Bo- I mean Bo- I'm Bo- just Tan trying Tana. to picture the Bo-Katan costume right now. <laughs> That's my, got my mind like racing. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be like a Mandalorian, but not wear the mask, I'm just saying like kind of throw that out. Like, you know, it's just, it's a great look. It's a great look. Oh, and, and, and just because I know you're a, a huge re- fan, I don't <laughs> know if you've seen it yet, but everybody knows about the Bernie Sanders memes going around. Right. Did you see the meme with the Mandalorian with Bernie Sanders and the and the Baby Yoda thing? <laughs> <gasps> no, but I so am gonna look it up. <laughs> no, that I was, will be looking it up soon. Yeah, he's kind of sitting in the the little levitating baby carrier. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Uh, next one for Scarlett. Why don't you take uh, forty two? Okay, sure. So this is from Alexis, and she wants to know, she says she's a huge fan, like probably most of the other listeners. Anyway, I'd like to know how this particular lifestyle influenced your relationship with your husband. I assume something changed. Also, would you be, uh, what would be your short slash top advice for couples who would like to start? I know you've, you've answered that a little bit, uh, but she says thanks. So I guess changes in your relationship since entering the lifestyle? I think communication would probably be my my top thing is that our communication has just increased like dramatically. Maybe things that I was, you know, embarrassed to say or speak up about um, early on in our marriage, I'm not now. Like those are things that are so far, I would say anything to him. And I just think we have become a stronger couple. And I I think most couples in this lifestyle would kind of agree that you just become stronger together. And it is a, you know, I know that especially given everything that, you know, my husband and I have gone through, um, we're so much, so much stronger. I mean, you know, he's my ride or die. And I know I can count on him for literally anything. And he would be right there. And it's the same. He knows that, that I'm there no matter what, he doesn't have to ask. And I will be there to help with it before he can even, before he knows he needs help with it, I would be there to help him. And I know that like we both share that kind of same thing. And I think it is just that communication level is so much greater. I, you know, in the beginning, I think you might struggle maybe with just the communication and being able to be open about that just because you know, people's tendencies, maybe you're shy, like I was, and um, hesitant to say things, because you didn't know how to say it, or because it wouldn't come out right, you didn't think it's going to come out right, something like that. So in the beginning, there's a little bit maybe of struggles with that. But I would say definitely, take the time, stay up, figure out how to say it to each other. Hell, write it down. If you can't, if you're too embarrassed <laughs> to say it, um, in all honesty, because sometimes you just can't say dick, what you know that I can't I can't say that I like that man you know something like that I don't know but writing it is sometimes would give a, a way for that communication to be open um 
I, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it just made our relationship. I mean, we had a strong marriage before, but I, I a hundred percent know it is stronger now. I mean, especially now everything we've went through, it's, it's even stronger. Okay. So Scarlett, uh, why don't you take the next one? Okay, sure. Um, if, so this is from Gas Man. He is a Patreon supporter, and he wants to know what your thoughts are on this. He says, if I ever live in this lifestyle with a partner, I think I would rather, quote unquote, preclaim her the night before rather than, quote unquote, reclaim her afterwards and then reconnect hmm. slowly over the next few days. If your husband asked you if he could preclaim you, would you allow him to? Thanks so much. That's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. Um, I mean, hell, he's my husband. If he said he wanted to preclaim me, I'm all about that. However, I do not think I would let him get too far away without reclaiming. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's just me. That's, that's part of my thing. I mean, I'm, if we're going to do it before and after, babe, that's a great day to me. Um, <laughs> don't tip me with a good time. But I mean, I, I definitely think that is a really, I, I love his, like, he's really thought this through. I think that's really cool. And I mean, I think it's definitely something that you could find someone that would completely be into and you guys would have a great relationship based on that. I mean, for me personally, like if you wanted to preclaim, great. Um, but I definitely know, <laughs> I, I know I wouldn't let him get too far, too far, too far away. So it sounds like what you're saying, it sounds like what you're saying is the the idea of preclaiming is nice, but the reclaiming for you, like, Mm -hmm. that's got to be like, that's not changing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it would be like if he tried to sneak away, I would just put him in my garden in like, you know, a wrestling style garden. I would just hold on to him and then, you know, you can't go too far. And not that he couldn't, you know, force his way out. But I think given given the opportunity in front of him, he would be. more than willing to sacrifice himself for me. Okay. So this question I have some thoughts on, but I want you to address it first. So Scarlett, why don't you go ahead and and ask her uh, this one? Okay. So this question, uh, it's from Kevin. He's a Patreon supporter. He says, hello, E. I'm glad (laughs) that you're, you're well and recovered nicely from the situation, but sadly it sounds like you won't shoot video with black men anymore. Would you still call yourself a queen of spades or would you rebrand yourself? Thank you for considering my question. I definitely am still going to call myself the queen of spades just because I'm not maybe showing my videos to the world right now. doesn't mean I'm not making them. It does not mean (laughs) I'm not participating in the activities. That would be um, an understatement by any means. Definitely still very active in the queen of spades role and definitely still, um, Making videos, like I said, that's part of it for me. So I, I am. And just because I'm not sharing them, I don't see any reason to rebound myself. I think I think the queen of spades fits me. And that's that's my whole goal with this thing. I want to help other women to discover their inner queen and really kind of mm. push through it. Because that's what I think is so amazing is once you kind of realize you can you can live this life and have this impact and feel awesome for lack of a better word it's it's a very enlightening experience i think and it's it's empowering and you feel 
you know, that's why I want to be Black Widow, right? I want to be somebody who's empowered and and is able to kind of take control of their destiny. So even though I might not be sharing as much, I definitely still consider myself the queen of spades. And I think I think I'm a pretty good one at it. <laughs> no, you I would, say so myself. You would, no, you would I, certainly you know, are. I'm always, always about learning and furthering and figuring out how to be better. And no one's ever, no one's ever made it. You're never there, right? Just, just to kind of it. piggyback on 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 what you said, and I'm I'm glad that you said it the way that you said it was. I don't want people to, I guess, get confused. You know, um, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of, of 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 women that have OnlyFans. You know, I support a number of them, um, but I never lose sight of the fact of, you know. Like I, I know what the real lifestyle is versus sometimes what you see portrayed on OnlyFans. And so right. the fact that you're not showing your videos to the world has nothing to do with your actual involvement in the lifestyle. Like to me, oh, yeah, the lifestyle exactly. is what comes first. You know, there are, in other words, there are, you know, what you see on OnlyFans is a very, 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 very small percentage of the people who are actually out there living this lifestyle every day. You right. know, so don't, don't look at it like, you know, like OnlyFans, you know, is the lifestyle because it's the other way around. Like the lifestyle is first and then there are people within it who, who, who go to OnlyFans. So yeah, you, you showing your videos to the world has absolutely nothing to do with your involvement. And there's no reason why you would rebrand yourself because this is who you are. This is what you do, whether you're private right. or public, you know, so I just kind of wanted exactly. to- to, right. to, to, Being a queen of spades is a mentality. It right. is a right. celebration of your preferences. I am a queen of spades. And, you know, right. it has nothing to do with whether or not you're filming or showing your videos. It's about how you carry yourself and just celebrating your preferences. I couldn't agree more. Right. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I, I, I'm trying to be mindful of the time, but we have, I think, a few more questions <laughs> I want to get to. So, Scarlett, why don't you take this one? I know you. Sure. I know she's kind of answered it, but I'm I'm more interested in the second part of it and the fact that it's coming from a woman. Right. Yes. This is from a female Patreon supporter. Um, she, her username is Dad Day Zero Zero One, and she asked, "How did you get started in the lifestyle?" You covered that. She says, "I'm one step away from having this for real." Any advice? So that person who's just on the precipice almost taking that step, what would you give them as advice? Oh, I, I, I think I revert back to try a swingers club or a swingers event and, and, and just watch, watch in real life and real time and real person with no, you know, no, vi no video, but, but real life and, and see the environment, see how you feel in that environment. And see, do you, you know, does it make you feel sexy? Does it make you feel like this is, this is fun. This is somewhere I want to be. Or does it, if you have feelings of hesitation, then I, then you're not, then you're not ready. But if you get there and you mm. have this feeling and it's, you're anticipating kind of what could happen and the thoughts that all go with that, then that's when I would say, try it, dip your feet in, try something and try it with the expectation. And maybe you even say that to the other person you're trying it with is like, Hey, look, this is my first time. I don't really know how I'm going to feel. So I just wanted to try it. And more likely than not, you're going to find somebody or I would make sure, actually, let me rephrase. I would make sure you find somebody who's supporting you in the, hey, let's try it for the first time. 
and who's going to support you in the, okay, well, let's just see how you feel and we'll stop if you don't feel ready or whatever, because you do need that person who, who understands what you're doing. And there's a lot of people in the lifestyle that would be super supportive and love to be that kind of first experience that you have. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for answering that. I, I have uh, one question that I want to get to, and I'm trying to see there's going to be one more question um, after this, but this one is, has, and this is from a fan named Mo. He says, has anyone made you come so hard that you squirted? <laughs> They're two different things. Like coming and squirting are two two different um, physiological responses. So I mean, I've definitely squirted, and I think and I think the first time <laughs> I remember who made me squirt the first time, and and I just distinctly remember almost laughing as I was squirting because it was funny to me. <laughs> I obviously you know that the way you guys see me is is that's how I am. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I didn't put on I, an act. I made um, that comment to someone before that there's always a lot of laughing in your clips. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I and I remember I was laughing and uh, and it was funny because it, it's super pleasurable and it's a completely different kind of experience than just coming. And and I was laughing yet I was like feeling so much pleasure. And he's like, and that was distinctly the word is just relax. <laughs> but it's funny, like it's funny, like and, um, so yes, the answer is yes, but to me, they're two completely different experiences. I mean, you can squirt and then still come a few minutes later. Like oh. it's not like a, a one and done in my opinion, or at least I guess my experience. Okay. And this That's is my experience as well. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be the last one. Okay. This is the last question here. This is from okay. a listener, a fan, uh, by the name of Adrian Rush. He says, first of all, uh, love seeing you back. Second, because I'm kind of a food guy. What's your favorite sandwich? And third, oh. is there anything you want to try doing sexually that you have not done yet? So the first question is about your favorite sandwich, and then the next okay. question is your sexual bucket list. Okay, so favorite sandwich. I'm like a basic Betty, I guess. Um, I'm a sucker for toasted sourdough or grilled sourdough and turkey and some kind of cheese throw cheddar provolone i don't care both um oh that's that's my jam mustard mayonnaise on what, it. what kind of not regular yellow mustard like i can't oh can't do that but if you throw like brown mustard spicy mustard which i'm not a spicy person but spicy mustard actually isn't spicy um Oh, horseradish mustard. That is freaking delicious. <laughs> I am a sucker for some horseradish mustard. So something like that, especially with like maybe a little bit of mayo on a sourdough and just a lot of turkey and not like fresh cut turkey breast, you know, like Thanksgiving turkey, but like, you know, your processed sandwich meat. That's what's delicious. You're a cold cut girl. I like that. I got some, I got some in the fridge right now. You're making me hungry for a sandwich. I'm telling you, I'm a little, I'm a little basic. I'm a basic when it comes to sandwiches. Yeah, I'm about but to go I, hook it up, put it like, in the panini press and everything. So yeah, you got me hungry yes, now. I also have a panini press for the same thing. Um, And then my bucket list. I would say at this point, I don't really have anything on my bucket list. That's such I a slutty am, thing to say. I love it. I know. <laughs> I am such a, um, I'm so fortunate in that anything I've ever wanted to try, I just suggest it and I've yet to have someone tell me no. Um, 
So, I mean, it works out well for me. I've, I've got to try everything. I definitely am sure there's going to be other ideas or other things I see or other things somebody suggests that I'm like, ooh, let's try that. But as for now, no, I'm I'm really good. I think never say never. I'm I'm always I'm always open to try new things and new ideas and and so I mean the the possibilities are endless. But as of the moment, I'm I'm a lucky girl. Pretty much anything I say I want to try, I've got to try. <laughs> well, no, that that that's that's great. And on on that note, um, I just want to say thank you. I mean, this is this has been uh, awesome, incredible, fantastic. Any other superlative you want to, you know, you want to throw in there? I'm just, I'm thankful that people get to hear you. You know, nothing yeah. third person, nothing recycled, nothing repeated. Like this is all coming from you. So, no, thank you so much. I appreciate it because you know, it's it, this was so much fun, and I love the variety of questions, and I love that people really, you know, took time. It was. It was a lot of fun, and I guess you guys are getting to know a little bit more about me. Absolutely. Uh, Scarlett, anything you want to say before we tie this up? Thank you so much, E. It was just fantastic to hear your genuine, authentic self. You just shine, and I just know that <laughs> listeners are going to love this opportunity to get to know more about you, and we're so excited about the next steps you'll be taking in the lifestyle and how we can learn even more about you. So thank you so much for your Yay. honesty and candor. And well, thank you. Thank you, guys. And on that note, I want to thank, uh, you know, everyone who participated, everyone who submitted a question. Um, sorry if we weren't able to get to it. Obviously, you know, there are restrictions on time and a lot of people had questions. Um, but just know that she did read all of the questions. So if you submitted one, I she did, definitely I read did. it. Um, it wasn't easy for her to kind of narrow this down to the, the questions that you heard us ask. You know, but, but you know, thank you for, for putting all that effort into it. And to my Patreon supporters, like always, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much. You know, you're the ones that, that keep this engine going. You know, I wouldn't be able to do what I do the way that I do it if it wasn't for the generosity of, of all of you. And, 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 you know, and hopefully I can continue bringing you the kind of content in the future that makes you want to stick around. You know, everyone who listens knows that my whole thing is moving the lifestyle forward you know, shining the light on the people mm -hmm. who deserve to have the light shined on them, you know, bringing you different perspectives, different stories, you know, just trying to look at the lifestyle in a different way. You know, it's fun, it's exciting, but I also feel as though it's a very intellectual lifestyle and that's what I like to highlight. Oh yes. You know, I like to get people yes. thinking, I like to get people talking um, and having conversations of substance. And, and hopefully that's what you get when you when you listen so on behalf of myself and my two wonderful guests i want to thank you for listening and um like scarlett said just so looking forward to seeing uh what lies ahead of you e i mean i i, I feel like the world is your oyster and i'm just really excited to see where you go next with all of this so thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited as well. And thanks to everybody that honestly, thanks to your Patreon supporters that they gave us this opportunity to be able to do this. And, and my fans that submitted questions, it was, it was a, a really super awesome, great, any other <laughs> words, um, opportunity. And I, I really enjoyed myself. Well, thank you very much. And on that note, uh, this has been Michael C with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I'm signing off and I will see you when I see you. Peace. Bye.